Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> oh, my. You know we're we're uh, we're trying to work through a new opening, and as you can see, we haven't really gotten there yet. <laughs> no, not yet. But it's still real talk with Desiree and Kaylin, and there's still a Mack truck somewhere, motoring through mm-hmm. some ice cream. So hey, <laughs> here we are. Hey, can you do like a hey hey hey? It's well, we're not that show, but you know, we could we could do something fun. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? We're going to work on it. That was like the greatest opening. You would really want to reference that guy. And we're going to sing a song for you. I know it's that guy, but I wasn't really thinking of that guy. I was thinking of the uh, opener. The opener. We need something something jazzy. Anything better than jazzy. Anything better than Jello, and and uh, all that business. So anyway, right. how you know? What have you been up to? What's been going on with you? Um, first time we have taken a team from the gym to a bodybuilding show, so I'm excited about that next weekend. All right, very cool. So who's the team and where are they going? Uh, the where are y'all going? Midwest Legends Classic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how many people are a part of your team, and what's the name of the team? Oh, Team Fit Body You. Team Fit Body You. And how many athletes you have going? Well, we have three, myself included. But it's the first time. That's with, still uh, good, though. Anything about it. Yep. It's a team. You're in it. Got people. Gonna be there, gonna show up, gonna compete, gonna have some fun. It's all good. And you know, as as fate would have it, I'm going to be at that show too. Except I am not going to have a team. I am not going to have a team. Well, I could. I you know I could be part of Team Fit Body U. Yes, you could. We could all represent. Well, then shoot, count me in. I, I, right. I should be mad that you didn't ask me to begin with, but I'm not going to be mad about it. I'll just be excited to be no, part no, of No, no, you're team. not going to be mad at all. There's no way you can be mad. <laughs> what, how can I not be mad? Because I wasn't sure if you'd be able to finish out the uh, the preps. What does that have to do with anything? Well, cause if what you're not there, you can be part of the team. Well, whatever, dude. Mm. Whatever, dude. Whatever. That's not even a burn. You had you didn't know if I was gonna be able to finish the prep, but you didn't even give me an opportunity. I you know, Kayla, I would love to be part of Fit Body You. Thank you. Oh excellent. You see how you guys see how he does me? Do you guys see how he does me? Oh my goodness. No confidence, no invitation, just just a big no. A big no, but we're turning that into a yes. Never got an RSVP. (laughs) Whatever. You never sent out an invitation. (laughs) You you never sent out an invitation. You're trying hard, but you're not getting out of this one, bucko. But you know what? That's all right. We are going to move on. Fit Body You now has a team of four, and that's all that counts. You do count. (laughs) Oh, shoot. I tell you what, Kalen Patterson, I tell you what. You know what? I'm sending donuts to your house this week. That's what oh, I'm no, doing. You won't. No, you won't. I oh, watch you me. You watch me. Um, so no, well. because now I'm part of the team. We want the trophy. I can't send donuts this week. I can't self-sabotage, that's right. so that's all right. 
I can't self-sabotage. I'll send donuts the week after. <laughs> there you go. There we go. They're going to be from Hertz Donut. Somebody like Kaylin, Hurt Donut. <laughs> hey, that's Hurt. <laughs> They're so good. Oh, shoot. Tell me about it. I have been wanting popcorn for weeks. Weeks. Not even crazy food, just popcorn. So I'm going to have some week next week. You're what, the popcorn? You know what? Donuts and popcorn. What? I love popcorn. You love popcorn? Is popcorn in your macros love right it. now? Um, are you probably eating? not. Are you, are you eating it? <laughs> That's the question. I'll bring popcorn for the whole team. How about that? Because you know what? Okay. Here's, you guys want to know the exciting part? You want to know the exciting part? And then we're going to get on with the rest of our show. But uh, I have always had the traditional uh, popcorn popper that's got the bubble dome on it, and you put a little oil in the bottom, and you put the seeds oh, wow. on, and it that swirls around. Pop, 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 pop. Well, now, now I am the proud owner of an air popper. Never had one before. Is that like an air fryer? Yes, kind of. It it will in the essence that you're not using oil to fry and or pop. You're just using the the heat, the convection heat. And so, and it's a small little guy, so I can actually bring the popper and my seeds on the road, no oil, although I will, I am going to have buttered popcorn. I'm going to have it. So there, there. There, I said it. But uh, yeah, and I can I can make popcorn for Team Fit Body You. There you go. I'll eat it. We all can have it. We all can have it. We're gonna have a healthier snack. Air popped. And there you go. All right. So, so we carried on long enough. I don't know if they have a Hertz donut in Peoria. They do have one in West Des Moines, though. We may have to check that right. out. We have to send you some money. Mm-hmm. You can get some donuts. Yes. <laughs> oh, but I'm just shipping them right back to you. It'll be my treat. It'll be my oh, gift as captain of. It'll be my treat uh, as uh, to the captain of the Fit Body U team. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm glad to eat. Okay. Well, but here's here's the caveat though. You know, this almost could be just like a telephone call. <laughs> We're working all our details out. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. We are – my mom is coming to this show also. Oh, wow. So, lots of yeah, so, yeah, mom's going to be there. and uh, But we're coming up Thursday because we're going to visit family in Chicago. So we're overshooting the destination. And then we're actually going to travel and circle back around to get to East Peoria. So I will have to pick up the donuts on Thursday. So they're going to be um, like two-day-old donuts. That doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> and we're good. So, uh, then we're good. So I'll fix your outfit uh, fit by you. Uh, do I want to what? Fix your outfit fit by you. I, all I caught was fit by you. I had no idea what you said before that. It sounded like fix your off. Fix your opportunity. Yes, fix your op. Yeah. Is fit by you in East Peoria? No. Well, we'll see. If we get there early it's enough, how, you know what? Crowd. All right, let's let's we'll take this conversation offline because I'm sure our uh, listeners are like, "What on earth are they doing? Have they totally they lost to their minds?" They want it. As they well. they want it as well. Well, you know what? If any of you are uh, in the Chicago area and you want to be part of the picture op at Fit Body U, contact Kalen, and uh, he's going to coordinate that. So let's just All get right. let's get listener land in there. Let's get the team. Let's get the hurts. Don't yeah, because if I drop off the donuts on Thursday, see, but you're still not going to be able to eat them until Saturday. But That's right. you know, it's it's, it's just my out. job to it's just my job to transport them. So what happens to them after I drop them off? Totally going to be in your camp. <laughs> totally, but you know, maybe I should hold on to them. The willpower only goes so far. Yes. Yeah. And my name's not Will or Power. <laughs> then, yeah, I'm going to hold on to the two-day donuts myself, and we'll take those to the show. All right, guys, here we go. You want, This is called Real Talk. You've been getting nothing but real talk, real situations, Kaylin dissing me, but then bringing me back on board. Oh, my the, goodness. The threat, 
the threat of sabotage with donuts, but then we're not going to sabotage, but we're still going to have donuts. And then the glory of Air Pops popcorn. It's going to be a magnificent day. This is going to be Kaylin and Des competing at the same show. And my gosh, we haven't competed at the same show in what, 10 years? Uh, How long has it been? I think maybe 11. 11. And when we competed at the same show, we didn't even know each other then. That's so crazy. (laughs) That is so crazy. And now we're coming full circle. Ah, crazy. But you know what? I can't give Kaylin too hard of time because, man, this prep was tough. This prep was tough. And it's not that the working out was even tough. And the food hasn't been terrible, but just mentally, it took me much longer, I think, than it's taken ever before to get my head wrapped around a prep. And it's been a grind. It has been a grind for real, but, dude, I'm still here. I'm still in it. Don't count me out before the don't count me out before the fat lady sings. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Actually don't she do it. The transformation class category. That, yes. So don't do it. I mean, Des might don't struggle, do but don't don't count me out and never underestimate me because Des that's when I'm gonna come. That's when I'm gonna surprise you. That's all I have to say Des about that. Struggle, but Des don't quit. That's right. We don't quit. Tell my kids that all the time. If you're going to start something, you don't have to do it again the second year, but just know you're not going to quit this season. So be ready to stick with it. We don't quit. We don't quit. And there were some nights that bettered popcorn on the couch. It seemed like a good reason to quit. But I didn't do it. Praise God. Thank you to my husband. Still here. Still in it. The struggle can be real, folks. I don't know if you listen to Kayla and I and think, well, that's easy for them and blah, blah, blah. No, we've struggled. No. Or at least I've struggled. I've struggled. So, so we, we. uh, Like with, uh, with Kenny passing away, you know, that that was, if that was going to be the final straw, that would have been it. When, uh, Mm. so, you know, to hold him in my, my arms, as he's passing on and uh, basically being the last person he ever saw, it just got me. And uh, So so tell our listeners who don't know who Kenny is, kind of just give us just a little bit of the the story here. Well, uh, when when I first came to the gym, about a year, uh, I, I was actually on basically what would be considered second shift. Uh, meaning I was working in the afternoons, and I had no idea about anybody in the morning. And uh, there was a, a member, that, uh, one of the trainers there, that needed, uh, had a second job, and he was asking if he could come to second shift so he could do uh, his first shift new job. And I was very reluctant because, as, you know, as, as a trainer, you have your members and that they get used to your style of training, your format, your personality, and the atmosphere that you bring. Because we're all different. You know, nobody's the same. Nobody has the same uh, mentality in their approach. They, they might be energetic. They might be motivated. But there's a vast difference in, in how you interact with people. And everybody's got their own style. So I didn't want to leave them because basically – Sometimes when you leave, people quit. You're the motivation for them being at the gym. And I was just very reluctant for that change of dynamics. And there were three people that basically let me know it was okay to be on first shift because they just took me in as soon as I came in there. Because, Dad, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen – well, yeah, you've been around my workouts. Uh, I'm very uh, all over the place because I'm trying to get a workout that's going to have my body ready for the work day. And, you know, let's be honest, we, we are our own presentation. So this guy, there was Kevin and Rebecca, they just got married uh, this year, you know, because of COVID, they, they couldn't get married last year. And then there was a guy named Kenneth. 
uh, Kenny was a lot older than me, but he was just one of those genuine guys. And I mean, like his, his, his initial conversation was just fun. He just full of life, full of energy. And he's one of the elder statesmen that can tell a new joke all the time. Because most of the time, they got one good or two good jokes, and you get to hear it year after year after year. Kenny never had a same joke. He was just one of those guys. He was just original. And he took to me, and I took to him. And, you know, I noticed that I wasn't the only one. There was plenty of people that felt the same way I did about him because he was just he was just one of those people. And I I said, you know, if if you said you got a gym dad, you got a gym mother, but he became the godfather because he seemed to just hold us all together. And I just enjoyed being around him. I mean, honestly, just overjoyed. And it it permeated that morning group we had, well, the morning group we have. And every day in and out, there was Kenny. So, you know, basically the day didn't start until Kenny got to the gym. We'd all get there earlier. It didn't really start until Kenny got there because, like I said, he was just that kind of guy. And he was so genuine and, and just so original with his with his person and who he was. It, it's like we, we just started doing things. Like, you know, so, it, everything, every idea about getting together or every idea about doing something was something that, you know, it was it was for Kenny. Let's do this for Kenny. You know, and who who really has that kind of capability in the morning when people haven't had their coffee, they haven't had much of anything, they're tired, they don't want to be there. And he was the motivator. He would just keep us alive and aware and cordial with each other. You know, everything was just something else that would, you know, keep Kenny happy because he was just one of those guys. And every day it, it became that. So when we started the Monday, Wednesday, Friday free training, because uh, Kenny suffered from Parkinson's, Parkinson's and uh, a couple other ailments, but he never let them keep him from the gym. And we, we became his family. So he did become like the godfather because everything was basically see us. And even during COVID, he, uh, his wife had promised, made him promise not to come to the gym because she was afraid, you know, with his weakened condition and weakened immunity system, it might kill him. And he would drive by, you know, just drive by the gym. And he didn't know we were looking, but we see him. But we didn't want to get him in trouble with his wife. And, you know, we, we'd message him and call him. Uh, or somebody would say, yeah, we saw you coming by, and, and thanks so much for doing that. Because, you know, who does that? It was a really uh, family-type atmosphere. And we would talk. I mean, we we got this group in the kitchen all the time. We it was just it was just a really family dynamic. It, it, it's hard to explain um, just seeing it for what it was. And none of us knew each other until we came to that gym. So it was very unique. And it was all because Kenny just kind of gelled us together. And I thank God for him all the time. And you know, we would talk and, and say different things. And he's the only guy I know that would make a birthday card for you. He had a cousin that would do the, that does the Hallmark card. And for some reason, he would always, every year, make a birthday card for me. And this year was really special because with him, you know, being, he, he, was, he was going down, he was getting weaker. And he couldn't get the card to me on my birthday and he wanted to give it to me personally. And so I got the birthday card from him about two weeks after my birthday. But he had to give it to me personally to, to tell me, you know, how much he really appreciated, you know, how I how I treated him and respected him and would just speak to him like like a human being. And I, I just, I don't know why he took me that way. I really don't. But... You know, we had bonded in that way. And on his 75th birthday, um, we we had celebrated at the gym, and then we celebrated uh, over the weekend. 
and then we basically celebrated uh, Monday with uh, with the people that might have missed it over the, over the weekend. And then that after we sat and had a conversation, he let me know that you know he really enjoyed us. He really appreciated, and he felt so loved. He just felt so loved. And that was the last conversation we had. And I just remember a guy running in, and he said, you know, that guy you were just talking to fell in the parking lot, and he's not moving. And my heart just stopped because, you know, like, I was thinking, you don't have conversations like that. And then, you know, the guy died. That's not how the movie ends, you know. And we were able to, it was me and a guy named Steve Wilder, and we had, we both have CPR and EMT and CRT certified. So I was like, who, who, who better to be in the best hands than people who, who can actually, you know, get them resuscitated? And we were able to get a heartbeat. We were able to get him breathing, but we weren't able to bring him back fully, like, where he was revived and aware of the situation. And I was thinking in my heart, you know, last year, believe it or not, uh, Steve Wilder, the guy that was helping me, had had a very similar situation, and his heart had stopped. And I said, you know, you're you're not dying on me. You're just not dying on me. And then to have this guy basically helping me after he had been through that episode uh, the year prior. And they were able to get a pulse, but they weren't able to revive him or get him back to, to consciousness. And then uh, that Monday, he'd fallen out that Friday, he passed away. And it just broke my heart because from Monday to Friday, it was like limbo. And I was just going through the motion. Every day was just, a reminder that he wasn't there. And I just remember with a client, and as I was walking, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't want to get in Kenny's way. And, that, you know, that's that was the point where I said, you know what, I'm just done. I'm just done. Because I'm thinking about a show, and this guy is basically – leaving this earth. And like you said, prep's not easy. It's not an easy time. Uh, There's a lot of things that could happen, this being one of them. And sometimes it seems like it's too much. But one of the conversations he and I had had was about not quitting. You don't quit. You, you, You push hard, you know, because there's people that basically count on you to be that motivating factor, just like we counted on him. And so, you know, I just uh, stopped the pity party and got back on the horse and and, and started prep again. I mean, like, I never crapped on the diet. I never, you know, if if there would have been a time for me to get back on alcohol, that would have been it. But not even that. It was just... Tired, I guess that's the best way to say it. Just incredibly tired. Um, knowing I'm losing a friend and just feeling so empty. You know, that I thank God for for the Holy Spirit because I never felt alone. I just felt empty. You know, like uh, one of those what's next kind of moments. And it, it was just, it just lingered because it went from Monday morning to to Friday uh, afternoon. And when his daughter had come into the gym, I mean, when we locked eyes, I knew. I just knew. And I, I didn't want to do anything after that. I just didn't want to do anything. But here we are a week away from uh, getting ready to do the show, and God knows he'll be in my heart when I'm on stage. Then, 
think we lost this. Yeah. Uh, well, I think either I was either Oh, okay. There you are. I'm. Am I here oh, now? I'm like I'm, I'm on, but you can't hear me, so I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, you know, I was just saying, you know, our hearts are with you, and and loss is never. It's never easy, and I don't know if I'm the only one who thinks about this, but you know, it. We were never meant to die really i mean when god created adam and eve they were supposed to live in the garden for all eternity and they had the tree of life and that was like they were virtually immortal i mean i haven't seen anything scripturally to suggest otherwise and then sin came into the world and then so also entered death and um you know it's it's hard to wrap your heart around a concept when it was never created to experience that. And so it's always going to be one of those just very most difficult experience in this life that we live right now. Yes. But as you said, Kaylin, praise the Lord, we are never alone. And, um, you know, and with time, things do heal. Sometimes it takes a great deal of time and, you know, maybe the hurt never goes away, but, it's uh, it may not be as keen as it feels right now. Yeah. So, it's not very a special thing. friend he was. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he was. But his memory and all the positives live on, and, and that's where you can take comfort and still smile and still share those memories and still laugh and, you know, still experience the joy that he brought to everyone. Yes. Uh, Kenny's crew will live on. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff in memoriam of him. And, you know, it's so crazy because uh, when I went to the show in Wisconsin, uh, so many people were were letting me know how the grief they had because, you know, I, I shared a lot of that through social media with Kenny. I mean, we had uh, the, the old man's group. We had the Monday morning red crew and the blue crew. And that was all, you know, get, centered around Kenny. So it was really, really something to see how many lives that had never actually met him, but it met him through social media. And they could see the genuineness of uh, who he was and who he, who he and all the people he had uh, basically changed for the better. So it was, it was really nice. It was really nice. Very good. Very good. Well, virtual hugs. I don't really know how to transition after that. You don't. So I'm just go on. <laughs> There's no good way to do it. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to transition. And uh, let's do that transition. Let's do that transition. And here we go. So a lot of stuff going on in the natural bodybuilding world. A lot of shows taking place. Super excited. Shows coming up. You know, I saw a very interesting meme the other day, and I just had to chuckle. It was like, um, I know the alpha and omega. I'm not concerned about the delta. And I don't share that to make light of delta because I know there are a lot of people getting sick. You know, hospital numbers are rising. COVID is here, guys. It's here to stay. I, you know, I was mildly optimistic that things might be different by this time of year, but I, I... was not um, fully expecting it, and, and, and here we are. Um, but I just say that to show that, you know, this we've got to deal with stuff, but depending on where your um, assurance is rooted is going to determine how you are going to weather these storms that come along. And the bodybuilding industry continues to weather, continues to promote health, continues to provide opportunities for athletes that are challenging themselves and their bodies and, you know, just continuing to support the community that has been created. And, you know, we are totally embracing that and loving that. So last weekend, um, 
The OCB Skyview Classic took place. Promoter Lauren Thompson, this was his fourth year holding this show. And I got to say, Kaylin, you weren't there because you were uh, driving a bus for your church in a parade, which in itself is awesome as well, um, because normally Kaylin uh, comes to support the show also. But uh, it was a show where Murphy's Law was having its way with the show. So, and I'm not going to go through all of the things because despite everything that happened, Lauren and his team and his judging panel and um, scorekeeper, everybody was there, you know, did their jobs, did whatever they needed to, and the show pretty much, minus starting late, went off without a hitch. And that in and of itself was a blessing. Um, But to start with, so, Kaylin, you know the venue that Lauren usually holds this show at, and it's a very dark room, dark for meaning that it's painted black. It's a small theater room, and so you've got your sound box, you've got theater seating, and then you've got a stage, but the walls and everything is painted black so not to distract from what's going on on stage. Well, wouldn't you know... I'm sorry, it sounds like a Rolling Stone song. Yeah, so wouldn't you know, show day rolls around and the main stage lights don't work. Oh, my. They do not work at all. All we have is minimal lighting towards the back of the stage, not even towards the front of the stage. And so... That took some uh, creativity <laughs> on uh, on everyone's part. We uh, relocated the judges' table and moved those to the stage as close as we possibly could and uh, lined the athletes up in the lighting as best we could. Um, and for bikini, you know, there's usually a walk to the front and the back of the stage. It became a very short walk. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the judges did you know, a phenomenal job with what we had. Um, Ingrid Isaacs was the head judge, and she moved all of the athletes around to make sure that everyone was seen in the best lighting that was available um, multiple times. So, you know, even when Murphy's Law happens, if you keep your head about you, you know, there are ways to work around several things. Although, unfortunately, because the lighting was so bad, the uh, show photographer ended up um, refunding the athlete's money, or at least that's what she said was going to happen because there was just no way that she could capture any really good photos. So that was one downside to that. But the show did go on, and, uh, you know, there was it was there was good competition on the stage. And I have to say, you know, at Lauren's show over the past couple of years, we've seen um, some of our older fan favorites that um, had already earned pro status but had to re-up their OCB status um, show up at Lauren's show. And, um, and this year was no different. So we started with uh, men's bodybuilding. And by the way, um, the judging panel consisted of Hobby Olanarin, and he oh, is Hobbidine a, uh, yeah, Hobbidine Olanarin, yep. And he is a, a bodybuilding pro. He's been on the show before. Kalen, very familiar with Hobby or Hobbidine, the full version. Uh, we, had Holly, we had Holly Hines. Um, she is a pro uh, physique competitor. And in fact, she competed in Las Vegas. I believe, or she is competing in Las Vegas this Saturday, so we still wish her well. She was on the judging panel. Ingrid Isaacs, as I said, was the head judge, and she has been judging for several years, has a judge that competed across several organizations. She is a figure pro and a uh, corporate fitness manager, and she also says she's a gold digger. Not, Not to get that confused with a gold digger but she's a gold digger she's chasing them goals and uh, again did a fantastic job and then uh, Matthew Burdess was on the judging panel along with my husband Corey Carruthers and then uh, 
you know, another industry favorite. Uh, Kimi Arnone was there to uh, do the scoring and the tabulating and just to help out with anything and everything that needed it. So we had a really, really, really good group of people, and I had the privilege of emceeing the show, and um, it was it was a good time. DMC, it was a good time. And speaking of DMC, that always makes me think of DKP, which is Dr. Corey Probst. But I believe she's not a Probst anymore, and Dr. Corey no, was with uh, the Diet Doc. She's recently gotten married, and I can't, I can't recall her new married name, but I was just like, hey! So uh, DKP is uh, still a DK, but no longer a P. So I guess the only KP we have left is the Kalen Patterson. That's right. So Kalen, uh, lend me your ear, Patterson. (laughs) That's who we got. All the DKPs are gone. (laughs) That's crazy. All the DKPs are gone. Unless you get your doctorate in something, Kalen, then you can be the DKP. All right, so so what I wanted to do was uh, go share some of the results of the uh, OCB Skyview Classic with you. So it had its bumps in the road, not to mention that um, – anyway, I'm not even going to mention it. There was stuff. There was stuff. We don't need to go over it all, but the lighting was the biggest thing. The lighting was overcome. I will say this, though. Of all the shows that I have ever been to, um, the OCB fans, the OCB Sky View Classic, I should say, fans, are the best group of fans I have ever come across. They are so vocal and so supportive of Everybody. I mean, they raise the roof for their athletes and for every other athlete that's on the stage, and they pretty much maintain their energy throughout the whole show. I have never seen the amount of – and they don't leave. They stay for the whole show. It did not clear out until the end. And the show started 45 minutes late because of some issues. So I I don't know – how that can be replicated, if it ever will see it replicated again, but hats off to the people that support, that support the Skyview Classic because they do a phenomenal job. I get charged up off of them. They are fantastic. Love them. I wish all audiences were like that, were just like that high energy and vocal and clapping and hooting and hollering and just being supportive of whether their person was on the stage or not. Because, you know, so many times people in the audience, they're just watching, not saying, not clapping, not cheering, not doing a darn thing. And that makes a difference. It makes such a huge difference for the athletes because, yeah, they're nervous and they might be pumped up, but they draw so much more energy off of the people in the audience. Yes, you, I mean, you watch an athlete who's up there, might be nervous, maybe not, but someone calls their number, says their name, cheers for them, and they just light up. They just light up. They can't help but light up. So the athletes really feed off of the energy from the audience. So. If you get the chance to support a natural bodybuilding show and you're in the audience, do not be shy. Show them some love and and keep showing it. Don't be shy around me. Don't be shy around Kalen. Kalen's going to make enough noise for everybody, so just join in. Just join in. Just follow along. But uh, all right, here we go. So here we go. We started out with men's bodybuilding, and so in the open. Um, there were, let's see, in the open we had four competitors and all very strong. I mean, all very strong. The judges had to work for them, through them. Um, I'm going to go through the top four. So uh, we're going to say congratulations to fourth place, went to Joy Williams. Third place, Ian Harris, who was also a novice competitor, Third place, Ben Shaw. In first place, you should recognize this name, Kalen, but we haven't seen him on stage in in many, many years. And, in fact, I think the first time that I saw him was one of the first shows um, that we were at together, and it was the Castillo show. Um, can you guess oh, who I might be Classic. talking about? Yep, the Spartan Classic. Can you guess who the athlete might be? Oh, I cannot guess. Okay. Well, it's Brandon Chasen. Oh, wow. You remember him? 
Yeah, he has not been on a stage, I believe, in at least five years, maybe seven. And he took he took some extended time off. But even then when we first saw him, he was um he was phenomenal. I mean, he was definitely a standout on the stage at that time and uh, yes. took some time off. He's gearing back up to uh, be more active in competing. And so, huh? Huge better words. You said he's gearing back up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You always pick that out. You know what? Stop giving gear the bad. Stop giving gearing the bad. We're going to change that. We're, it, okay. It's going to have to have a different connotation than just the negative. But anyway, he's getting ready to be more there active on the competition scene. And so we're going to see more of him. So this was kind of a warm-up show and warm-up indeed because he won first place and looked great. Looked great right. doing it. And, in fact, I think, I mean, it's been a while, but he came in with more size than he has had in the past. So his downtime ha- and leaner than I recall seeing him in the past. So his downtime is uh, has been well well used. So And so he yes. is now a new uh, OCB Bodybuilding Pro Card holder. So congratulations to Brandon. Congratulations. All right. And congratulations um, in men's physique, the open category. Fourth place went to Aiden Begg. Third place went to Chase Velasquez, second place to Albert Swice, and first place to Michael Geiger. He earned his pro card in that class. And this class, they, the bodies were kind of all all over the place in, in classic physique. Mm-hmm. And... And, and the thing is, even though the bodies were all over the place, the thing that the other thing that was all over the place was the posing. Because of those four people that I just named, really only about two of them knew how to pose classic physique posing. All the rest of the posing was more traditional bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, and that's not without saying because several of the individuals were also novice competitors as well. As well, so they hadn't been competing in classic physique uh, before or very long. But uh, you know, I just want to point out to everyone that you know, if you're going to jump in a category, understand the poses that are required of you. I mean, when you agree, Kaylin. <laughs> So and it it will cost you. And so for some of our newer listeners, can you just touch on for us like some of the differences? Well, not some. What are the differences between classic physique and bodybuilding poses? Anybody seeing pumping iron? Uh, there's a a scene in there that would be a great example of the men's classic physique. And that was when Arnold and Franco were doing the the posing with the ballet teacher, ballet instructor, because she was teaching them the flow on stage instead of just because uh, I, I know there was you, you, and Dad, you remember this? There was a big push to get away from the posing routines and everything else that basically took it from just being archaic into modern art as well as a sport when I'm talking about bodybuilding. And part of that was the seamless flow from pose to pose. If uh, if anybody were looking for modern uh, uh, posing that would just hold it down, that would be Richie Lopez. He's the guy out of our area in the Midwest that just has, I mean, he's just owning that, that, uh, that category. And he is seamless and flawless when it comes to the transitions, the posing, like like bodybuilding. Like if you look at me, it's almost a, I, I do smile on stage, but there's a, a hard, gritty, like, oh, I want to burn the building down. I'm so furious at life. And, <laughs> you know, 
And then you got somebody like Richie where you you can't keep up with his transition because he's that smooth and, and, and going back and forth. And this is what uh, it, it does. And I, I know they do the vacuum pose, and then they have the victory pose. A lot of poses that are more traditional, uh, the things that basically separated the, the, the men from the boys, I guess the best way to say it, because you had people that really didn't want to change. They didn't want to grow the sport. They wanted to do what they know, and, and the fans just be happy with it. And I, I think when you had these uh, these other poses that were coming in, it really transformed the sport to where you, you got more viewing and more engagement. And, I mean, like, like Des was saying about the, the group that they have at the Skyview Classic, it, when you get that kind of energy, Classic Unique would be a great category to have, to have that space and get reintroduced where people can get involved and be more involved with it because the, the posing, even though it's quite, it's been around for a while, it's new to the people who are used to just seeing the, the bodybuilding poses. It, it, it does make a big difference. I, I like it. I know, like, uh, the USBF basically says that the, the, the natural athlete is the classic because that's where everything originated from. But I, I still like those poses, and if they incorporated them into the posing routine, I'm just as happy. But, you know, thank God that we, we haven't done away with it. Yep, yep. So just a lot of different, like, you know, Kaylin said the victory pose, the vacuum pose. And if you Google those terms, you'll be able to see pictures of what those represent. You know, it's hand placement. It's a lot more finesse than um, yeah. your traditional bodybuilding poses, which they still have to know those because that's part of their mandatory routine. But then they bring in the additional posing. That's the classic side of it. And it's, it's very, it's a more elegant posing as well. But uh, so just know that classic physique is not the same as bodybuilding. I think the sport is still working out the nuances of the differences, but there are different requirements. So you're going to want to make sure that you understand what those different requirements are. And uh, so just just food for thought there. Um, So next, men's physique. Now, this was a big class. And, again, men's physique and women's bikini still tend to lead in numbers as far as sheer numbers of competitors. But, uh, you know, other categories, we're starting to see fuller lineups as well. I, You know, I don't know if this year has been the banner year that we were anticipating, just thinking that everybody and anybody was going to compete this year because last year was shut down. Um, I mean, numbers have been decent, but numbers have not been like blockbuster. Are you feeling that, Kaylin, or am I totally just misreading what's going on? No, no, you're not. You're, you're, you're wrong. I agree. So, I mean, so numbers still decent, but not as many athletes, you know, rolling on the stage this year that we thought might be. So we'll see. We'll see what 2022 brings. I hope we continue to see more people getting back into the game. But uh, for men's physique, we had uh, we had seven competitors in this. So this was a fairly large group, especially for the limited lighting um, that we had on the stage. So it had to be created and moving people around. And this category was kind of fun because you had brothers competing in the same category. And I don't know how old they were, but they couldn't have been more than, you know, 18 to 24 months apart from each other. At least that's the way they looked. So they were relatively close in age and stature, but there was one brother that uh, did uh, overshine the other a little bit. So we're just going to say Hands together, Foa, fifth place, Matthew Phipps. Fourth place went to Alex Rungi. Third place, John Barnes. Second place went to Connor Rungi. So there's the other brother. And then first place, Maurice Cornelius. And I feel like I have seen him before, but I just couldn't place that face. And I don't know if that name rings a bell for you at all, Kaylin. But uh, oh. Maurice Cornelius had a you know a very impressive physique 
very full muscle bellies, very lean, and nice posing, you know, everything that you expect from uh, a men's physique category. So well-deserved pro card there in that category. I will say I was also very excited for the transformation category. Um, I, want to, I really want to see this category succeed across every organization. I would love to see it packed. I would love to see it packed more so than even maybe some of the bodybuilding, you know, categories, all the other categories that most people are there to see because these are people that are stepping in to and stepping up their health and wellness goals and just crushing them, banging them out. And, uh, you know, they might not be bodybuilding competitors yet, but they are definitely making grand strides in their overall health. And I, I just really want to see more people in this category because there are far more people that could transform than there probably are those that will ever be serious bodybuilding competitors. I mean, anybody can be a transformation competitor. It's just all it takes is making a decision to go after better health and then yeah. sticking to it and and sharing your results. I mean, that's what the transformation category is. I mean, and it's not just about who lost the most weight, but it's also who has made the biggest transformation in, yes, their body physically, but also emotionally and even spiritually as part of this whole process. And you tell the story. The athlete tells the story, and that's what they get to share. And it is just so motivational. The uh, There's only one female competitor, but she was talking about how, you know, her goal was she just wanted to lose 15 pounds. COVID hit. She got laid off from her job. She stayed focused on her wellness goals, and through it all, she lost more than 30 pounds and got trained as an EMT and is now working as an EMT in the system during that whole downtime when she got laid off due to COVID. So, I mean, this is one of those stories where despite, you know, here we go again, Murphy's Law or whatever you want to call it, crashing down on her, lost her job, the gyms in Illinois were closed, She's trying to make these changes in she's health or in her health or resources just seem to be shut down around her everywhere. Um, she pursues a new career, is now an EMT, loving her job and her team of ENTs, and she doubled her goal and crushed it in all of those dreary circumstances. Now that's a transformation. And, uh, I mean, of course she was our winner for female, Angela Price, but I think she was just a winner overall. And then also uh, a gentleman by the name of Ryan Faltus. I believe he had lost over 60 pounds and has no plans on stopping, and he's trying to train so he can get in the MMA ring. And uh, it's just, you know, just stories like that. Whatever your goals are, whatever your reasons are, whatever your why is, you know, just get out there and crush it. So I really, I, you know, Kaylin, I would love to see that grow. I'm trying some different things to support it, going to keep trying it. But, folks, come on, you can do it. You can do it. I know we have a lot of listeners that aren't bodybuilders, but they either love the sport or they just love listening to us bicker back and forth with each other, or they, they, uh, they love a bodybuilder. And maybe this is their opportunity to, you know, jump in a show with their bodybuilder, but not as a bodybuilder, but as a transformation athlete. I mean, that's something to really think about, folks. And I'm sure there could be a Fit Body You transformation team and or the transformation athlete count towards the team points. That's right. We are dang sure trying. So all you Fit Body Youers out there, you know, go talk to Kaylin about it. He'll help you find a show and he'll help you train and he'll help you get ready. Go talk to Kaylin. Talk to somebody, but just do it. Just do it. I like that. Talk to Kaylin. (laughs) And if you don't belong to Kaylin's gym, then that's when you you talk to somebody. But just or message me. Let's just keep going. And then talk to me. All right. So our last two categories, and we've only got about six minutes left, so we're going to roll through this. So our last two categories were figure and bikini, and they had to break these up into two groups, two open groups for both of them because there were – 
several competitors. So I think that is fantastic. And several Masters competitors, which I love. Because, you know, I'm a master, so it always has a soft place in my yes, heart. Yes, you are a master. And, uh, I am a master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, pretty soon I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump uh, centuries. I won't just be in the 40-plus category. In about another couple of years, I can be in the 50-plus category. I know what Woo! you mean. Oh, my gosh, the little surreal. But here we are still banging out weights and uh, marching across stages, Kaylin. So it just goes to show, natural bodybuilding, one of the few sports where regardless of your age, you can still get out there and hold your own. And hold your own. So figure 40 plus, we want to say the top five. And it will say there was one gal who competed in every single figure class. And she wow. had to have been exhausted because there were... More. Four four different classes she competed in between novice, 50-plus, 40-plus, and her open class without virtually any rest between several of those classes. I know she had to have gone home and slept for days as she could because posing is so taxing, so tiring. Um, even Even when you're conditioned, it can be, you know, it can take a toll on the body. You're going to be sore for days afterwards if you're doing it right. And uh, and if you're not conditioned, you're going to be sore for a couple more days after that um, just because you're flexing and holding and showing and, you know, all the things. Oh, you got to believe it. Four, four classes. I, I was just like, hats off. I mean, and there was another athlete I think that competed in three or four classes straight too, so... It was it was pretty amazing. I mean, talk to us, Kaylin. I mean, talk to us about just how taxing. I mean, if you pose for any length of time, I think it feels like you've gone through like a whole body workout. No, you have, and then some. And uh, I, I was one. I, I, but you know, I used to jump in every category I, I, I could, and I enjoyed it. That's, and for me, it's a test of endurance. You know, because everybody says what they want to do. When it comes time to do it, they either back off or basically shy away from the intensity. And I think that's – as you've judged on, on, on that show, so you know that's one of the biggest things is who's giving their all to make their presence known. And, and posing is incredibly hard to do, but then if you do it in a way that shows you've been there before, it shows so much. It shows so much of how – how, the respect level, you know, how you respect your uh, competition and, you know, how you truly feel about getting there and doing what needs to be done. And one of the things I was always happy about is, is you know, I made it. At the end of, 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 this, of the show, I made it to the end. And, and it, it's not easy. I mean, you, you make it look easy, but it's not. It's really not <laughs> And I know uh, one of the things that I do, and I know people laugh at me and say I'm crazy, is if I'm close to getting home, I'll drive home that night. And I'll, I'll go to the gym and get another workout because you're only as good as your last show, and you're only going to be better with your next show. So if you're not, yep. uh, it, it, it's like it's so much that needs to happen for the sport to grow. And we have to do our part to make sure that we're investing our time and energy to increase it. And, and if you notice, the, I don't think you've ever seen a post from me that said, you know, I think the judges suck, I got robbed. You know, it's, for me, it just doesn't, that doesn't suit the sport well at all. And it's not because uh, I'm leaving anything out. I just know that we can do so much better with our time and energy, and if we're going to be uh, speaking of it, then we should go ahead and do it. And I know I've been posing with uh, Team Fit by You, uh, Tiffany Daroka uh, and uh, Aaron Davern, so they're going to be ready, and they're not going to be complaining either. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun getting down there, and uh, I know there's a ride going to be doing a great job as well. That's right. You know, I'm trying. You know, it's been it's been four years since the last time I was on a stage. 
So I'm trying to, you know, shake out the cobwebs and uh, and and bring the heat. Hopefully, it's a uh, it's a full flame and not a flicker. <laughs> yeah. Woo! But I'm on a team now, baby. I gotta represent. I gotta represent. Right. It's not just me on the line. This is Team Fit Body You. There you go. All right, so let's go. <laughs> Figure categories, 40-plus. Congratulations to fifth place, Kim Collier. Fourth place, Yesenia Cruz. Third place, Yashelle Lachelle Koala. Second place, Tanya Dahl. And first place went to Dawn Bailey. She earned her pro card in 40-plus. Then we had Figure Open A. And uh, fourth place went to Yesenia Cruz. Third place, Tamika Harrington. Second place, Dawn Bailey. And first place, Robbie Anderson. And uh, open class B. Second, or I'm sorry, fifth place went to Shermaine Brown-Wade. Fourth place went to Brittany Walker. Third place to Kim Collier. Second place, Lachelle Kowale. And first place to Tanya Dahl. And Tanya Dahl took the pro card. And I have to say, super excited about the way that this was handled. You had your classes that competed. And then the winners of the class competed in an overall head-to-head to earn the pro card. And Tanya Dahl took that pro card in the figure category. So that was pretty awesome I thought and then uh, you know what guys we'll go ahead Kaylin yeah I, I wanted to because you know you said that a lot of people uh, are supporting Lauren I, I know one of the guys that we know uh, Matt McClure uh, mm-hmm. he's just a phenomenal individual but very supportive very very supportive of, of yeah Matt show. was there yes and 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 really helping that show grow, not because of anything particular, but just the fond memories that he had and everything that Lauren did. Because I, I, I tell you, Lauren has had some of the, the hardest roads to get that show going. And, you know, he had lost uh, a loved one and, and a close mm-hmm. friend. So, you know, and he still did the show. So, you know, we, we shouldn't take these shows for granted and we shouldn't take the promoters and their promotions for granted. And I think that's why it, it, it strikes a nerve for me when you have people that are willing to go so far to support the athlete, not just in, in, in speech, because, I, you know, I've, I've, I've been around people that can talk your ear off and have you motivated to take on the world and then basically pull the rug out from under you because they'll never be there on anything you do. I, I know Lauren is one of those guys, Jack Halverson and uh, Matt McClure. It, it, these guys are special, and, and we have many women that are of that same kind of caliber. We, we need to, to, to promote them as, as, as people more because they do so much. They define the industry, and, and they do give the, the vision. And, and the vision in motion. So I, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Matt because uh, he's a special guy. Yep, and he was there. I almost didn't recognize him. He's got a ponytail. Matt was yep. there expediting. Matt was there expediting. And you know what? I am, I'm missing a page of my uh, show results, guys, so I apologize for that. I'm not going to be able to give full call-outs to the bikini class, but uh, we'll find oh. that information and we can touch on that next show. But I will say this. That uh, pretty much Ginny Wooldridge, she came in from Kentucky, uh, talked to her coach. Her son was in the audience. She won first place every class she was in. And she started in debut, went on to novice. She won her open class, and she won overall. So Ginny Wooldridge from Kentucky, I tried to uh, point, her, point her coach in the direction of the Millers and said, connect with them. Um, Josh and Melissa Miller, they do a fantastic yes. job. They got a fantastic Just show. It's in your neck of the woods, so you could look forward to a, another great competition experience there as well. So, bam, bam. that's our, uh, our uh, very quick review of the uh, OCB Skyview Classic, but uh, – you know what? Congratulations, Lauren. Um, 
the athletes did well. Everybody got on the stage when they were supposed to. I mean, the show, other than starting late, didn't miss a beat. It did not miss a beat. Even when our uh, favorite DJ, Kalen, who <laughs> is there every oh, year, my. tried to leave early. <laughs> uh, is that a thing? I said I wasn't going to share that, I but know. I, uh, yeah. And one year he did leave early. <laughs> Yes, he so did. that part hasn't changed. And I said I wasn't going to share that, but I, you know, it, I knew you would appreciate that. Yes, because then I became DJ Kalen. And then you became DJ Kalen. You were the DJ KP at that moment. So, yes, uh, but he Kalen. hung around. We had, uh, <laughs> you know, we had music. So I'm just saying, folks. Sometimes things happen out of your control. You gotta, you gotta make lemonade the best you can. Roll with the punches. So with there that being go. said, Kaylin Patterson, Snickerdoodle shout out. I know it's gonna be great on a donut. That's for sure. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. So next time, until next time, just remember, your body's a temple. So let's build it. Oh, what's next? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.